Hello, I'm Marcy Langlois, and you're listening to Living Beyond Limits. This week, we're going to take a deep dive into negative self-talk. If you're like me, you've probably wondered, why do I have all these negative thoughts? And what can I do to stop it? Maybe you don't think it really matters how you talk to yourself, though. I mean, if no one else can hear it, right? Well, that's what we're going to explore today. Let's get to the bottom of how negative self-talk is actually responsible for triggering unwanted patterns and behaviors in your life. For me, negative self-talk was a lifelong constant. Until the last 10-ish years, though, I didn't realize how imperative self-talk actually is. I had absolutely no idea that I was doing this. I definitely had no idea that it was important for me to stop doing it. When I started school, things really shifted for me in terms of what I thought about myself. The other kids were not kind. I didn't even realize that I was being unkind to myself too. I had no idea that I was creating my own internal thoughts, a self-image that was negative and harmful. I thought I was just facing the facts, being realistic about what it was that I saw in the mirror. You see, I was born with a cleft lip and palate, so I always believed that there was something wrong with me and I wasn't okay. The messages I received not only from the outside world, but from myself was this. It was not okay to be me as I was. That led me to feeling like I needed to be someone else in order to be accepted. Today, I don't look anything like I did at that time because I've had so many surgeries to repair my face. Picture this. Picture me as a little kid. I had an 11 millimeter underbite and three front teeth. My nose was fairly flat to my face. My bottom lip stuck out quite significantly due to the underbite. And when my nose being pretty flat to my face, it accentuated both my non-existent top lip and the scar from the surgery to repair my lip. That's how I face the world every single day. So I would avoid the mirror because I didn't want to see my face. I told myself things like, I'm not good enough. No one's going to love me. I mean, really look at me. That's awful. That's how I spoke to myself. Does any of this sound familiar to you? This is negative self-talk at its absolute worst. It began when I was young, but those negative thoughts didn't just sit inside my head. They're really hurtful and harmful, and they turned into beliefs. And what do you think that action that is purely motivated by negative self-talk looks like? Well, for me, it was a destructive path of addiction and then chronic illness. I bet you've had experiences in your younger years that made you feel like you didn't belong or you didn't fit in, you didn't have the right clothes or the right parents. I mean, everybody has something. So whatever it was, what were your experiences that created your internal dialogue of negativity? Unfortunately, now I know those thoughts don't stay in our heads and do nothing. When the negative messages stick around long enough, we come to believe them as truth. Do you know if negative self-talk is hurting your sense of self and your beliefs? Is negative self-talk driving you away from living the life that you want? Or maybe even driving you into destructive behavior? Let's take a step back and talk about ways to decode the messages that you're sending to yourself. A great technique that I discovered a long time ago to start to uncover what it is that you're thinking is called stream of consciousness journaling. This is a really powerful practice, but you have to commit to doing this every day for a few weeks, ideally a month if you can. You'll want to spend at least five minutes a day journaling, but the more time you can spend, obviously the better. So what is stream of conscious journaling anyway? It's not the typical journaling at all that you're probably thinking about. It's literally getting quiet and listening to what your mind is saying. You're not going to try to focus or force any thoughts or ideas. What you are going to do is you're going to focus on what you're thinking and you're going to write the thoughts down as they come to you. The only goal and objective for this writing assignment is literally to get your thoughts from inside your head out onto the paper. There's no five-paragraph essay structure. There's no topic to think about and explain. There's no argument to defend. 
all you're doing is literally noting what thoughts come to your mind. What does that small voice in your head say when you're quiet and just listen? That's what we want on the paper. Note those things. So maybe the voice is complaining. What is it saying? I'm so tired. I never get to rest because I'm always helping everyone else. Maybe the voice even goes deeper. I'm always helping everyone else because no one will love me if I don't take care of the house and the chores. That's important information right there, right? So whatever the messages that you're hearing and feeling are, write them down. Don't censor yourself. Get as much as you can out on the paper in the minutes that you've set aside for this. Write until your timer sounds. But of course there's a catch here, right? Don't review what you write each day. If you can commit to doing this daily for 30 days, wait until the end of the 30 days and go back and review all of your entries. If you can try this for even just one week, that's totally fine. By the end of that one week, though, you're going to be able to start to see patterns and identify how those are connected to your thoughts. You may be asking yourself, why does it even matter that I have negative self-talk? How is that relevant for me in my life today? Well, give me just a second and let me explain this to you. Your thoughts always come before any action that you're going to take. No action happens without the thought first. Being able to identify the kinds of thoughts you're having will allow you to see when you do something simply because you're giving yourself negative messages. Remember what I mentioned earlier above about me not believing I was lovable? I absolutely believe that those thoughts on a deep level made me feel unworthy and unhappy. No one wants to feel unworthy and unhappy. So what did I do to feel better? I abused alcohol. I made bad choices. I hurt myself, my family, and my friends. Look at your life. Are there behaviors that you want to change? You can change the actions that you're taking that are leading to unwanted patterns in your life. The first step might just be identifying the negative thoughts. From there, you can predict the actions, the results from those thoughts. Because we know those actions lead to patterns. So for example, with addiction, what thoughts come before you take the drink? Feelings that maybe are difficult to process? Memories that you have from unresolved trauma? For me, it was feelings and thoughts. Once you identify your negative thoughts, then you can see how that thought is connected to behavior. Or you can work backwards too. I had to think through Sundays. You know, for example, during football season in particular, here was my habit. I would go to the bar and plan to just watch part of the game. Just only part of the game. I swore to myself that was all I was going to watch and then I was going to leave. But, you know, the next thing that would happen is that it would be 9 o'clock at night and I would still be sitting at the bar and obviously I would be drunk. And then the next day would come and I would be so angry at myself. Every Monday this happened that I was so angry at myself because I had wasted a whole nother day sitting in the bar getting drunk. But what I couldn't see is that I couldn't connect how my thoughts got me to the bar in the first place. This is how it would unfold for me. I would wake up on Sunday morning and the negative chatter would start. I would think, I don't deserve anything good in my life. I'm unworthy of true happiness. I don't do anything right and oftentimes worse. It doesn't feel good to have those thoughts and feelings, right? So the only thing to do with them is seek out relief. At least that's how I felt, right? I had to escape the thought and the pain the thought was causing. For me, that was having fun with watching the football game, hanging out with friends and the company at the bar, and of course, drinking. When I stopped to look back at why I was at the bar or how I got to the bar, then I was able to directly link it all back. It started with the thoughts. Those thoughts of unworthiness and not being lovable is what led me to the bar. I needed relief from the thoughts. That's how thoughts trigger patterns in my life. 
when I decided I wanted to change my life, I realized that identifying thought triggers was the key to resolving unwanted behaviors. When you have an unwanted behavior or pattern in your life, the first question that you can ask yourself is what thought came before the action that you took? What thoughts came before the action? The amazing news is that there's an incredible opportunity waiting here for you when you can understand how to do this work. You can turn negative self-talk upside down and take control of your life in a very real and meaningful way. I put a lot of emphasis on becoming aware of what you think, and I do that very intentionally because it is critical to living a life that's in alignment with what you want. I have one more tip for you. We've established that thoughts are the root cause for all outcomes. Once you're in the practice of recognizing your thoughts, if what you're thinking isn't in alignment with the behavior and actions you want to see in your life, what do you have to do? You have to stop the negative self-talk. Here's an easy but really effective way to do that. If you're someone that believes that, let's say you're not attractive, for example, and you say these really terrible things to yourself, like you're so ugly, as soon as you hear that thought in your mind, then the immediate response to that thought needs to be the word cancel. Then you will think or say out loud to yourself, I'm beautiful just the way that I am, or something that feels true for you in that moment, other than I'm so ugly. And every time this thought comes up, you're going to repeat the process until the thought actually stops coming. It will eventually stop coming. If you stay really committed to this practice, I can tell you that it will work. I have been able to transform all negative self-talk within days. Now, things might come up here and there, of course, but it's no longer this constant monologue that is just beating me down. Once I know the power of my thoughts, I then hold the key to transforming not only my harmful thoughts into helpful ones, but to using thoughts to change my behavior in my life. If this hasn't answered all of your questions about negative self-talk, then please email me or comment on my website so that I can answer any questions that I didn't cover here. Or I can even do a future episode specifically about your questions. Take time to notice your thoughts and how they're connected to the patterns in your life. I can't wait to hear how you transform your life by implementing one or all of these ideas. If you found this episode helpful, please share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I would love it if you would take a moment and follow me on TikTok or Instagram. Have a great week and be aiming to live beyond limits.